Yeah, direct misfire, talking many war games. Ben Summon Spoon are taking aim. Comment, like, and subscribe today, keeping you notified and up to date. Welcome all to the next Direct Misfire Battle Report. Uh, today's battle report is Undead vs. Abyssal Dwarves, 2000 points. Uh, and the scenario was Invade. So tonight I have with me Bensom, who, yes, played, the, hello. The, who played the Abyssal Dwarves. Abyssal Dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> and Vivian, our special guest, who played Undead. Hello. How are we both? Yeah, not bad this evening. It's Monday yeah, night. A bit average. A bit average. But we're doing well. <laughs> Alright, before we get into the battle report, uh, we'll go through army lists. So, uh, Benson, do you want to go through sure. your Abyssal Dwarves first? Yep. So this is one that I'm thinking of taking to MikeCon, which is a tournament um, being held towards the end of March. Um, I've run it a couple of times, and I think it's quite good, but that's just me. So what I started off with is two troops of gargoyles, because you need to have gargoyles. Um, they're a great little flying chaff unit. Yep. Uh, then I have a bit of fast speed punch in two regiments of abyssal half-breeds. One of them's got the uh, caterpillar pot for Pathfinder, and another has fire oil because I had five points spare. Yep. Um, and it comes in handy sometimes. Yep, sure, uh, crushing against regen. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bit more punch, a bit of a visual threat with Abyssal Grotesques. I've got a horde of them, um, and I've given them the elite item, the Blessing of the Gods, so, because they're only hitting on four, having the reroll ones to hit makes it a bit better. Um, and then I've just thrown in a Dragonfire team just for um, small chaff um, dispersion or flyers that get around the back bit of threat yep. there. Shoot them up. Yep. Uh, and then I have my Abyssal Half-Breed Champion. Um, he's running with a Quicksilver Rapier, to, uh, so he's my character sniper. That gives him a two-up melee um, against other individual characters. Mm-hmm. Six attacks, crushing three. It's pretty good. Pretty good, yep. Uh, then I have a Supreme Ironcaster on Great Winged Halfbreed. Um, he's fairly light. I've just taken Lightning Bolt so he can just fly about and have some long range shooting. Um, and Basusu the Vile. He's my mini dragon. He's a pain in the ass. He's a pain in the ass. <laughs> and he's great. Um, and for flavour, I've taken a couple of Abyssal allies. Uh, just a regiment of flame bearers because that'd be good to sit on objectives and shoot stuff. Yep. And the arch fiend of the abyss. Um, this guy I've given lightning bolt a five and ensorcelled armor for the defense buff. Um, and the main reason for taking him is because I have a sweet looking figure that I wanted to use again. Yep. Um, he hasn't been put on the board since CanCon last year. Yes. And needed yep. some table time. Yeah. And I like it. <laughs> um, so, again, I try to run balance lists. So I've got a lot of fast things, a few flying chaff, um, small things to keep around the back, objective holders, and a bit of punch. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Viv, do you want to run through your undead list? Now, you, this is your first 
Kings of War game, so go for it. It was. Well, I'm coming from Warhammer, so I'm a bit of a scrub when it comes to Kings of War, so <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing. So I was figuring, like, maybe I should just have some anvils, a couple of hammers, you know, the typical stuff that you'd take. So I went looking through the list, and I'm like, yeah, I already play Undead VC in Warhammer, so I might as well play Undead in Kings of War. Yep. And I'm like, what? is the most tankiest thing I could possibly get. And then it just drew me straight to Wraiths, like by far my favourite unit in the entire roster. But, um, flying Defense just, 6. <laughs> yeah, Flying Defense 6 is just amazing. Like, yeah, <laughs> so I love quick. It. But anyway, um, going off on a tangent, what was in my list was a horde of skeleton archers, uh, two regiments of Wraiths, two regiments of Mummies, two regiments of Soul Reaver Cavalry, a Vampire Lord, and three Necromancers. Now, because I'm a giant scrub, I don't really know what magic weapons are, so I bypassed those all together. <laughs> kind of just went for a list that, you know, I could maneuver and try and pick engagements and deployments with so many drops. And I figure Surge sounds really cool, so if I have three Necromancers, I could potentially shove something in somebody's face. Um, yep. It turned out a bit different. Turns out Miss Bruce and her little dragon entourage that hides behind her. Miss <laughs> Bruce is um, my arch fiend of the abyss for anyone listening. <laughs> yeah, um, but no, I, I really enjoyed the list. And for my first game, like, it was really, really good to learn with. Um, none of my stuff was too fragile, so I felt like I could put it in a position and it would be forgiving. Mm -hmm. um, and just for my future games going forward, I know how I really want to generate my lists now. I still have no idea what magic items are because I can't find them on the internet. Somebody yeah, you need the rule book because it doesn't come in the free rules. Yeah. Um, if you do use Easy Army, you could do the slow route of adding on items and then going to like one of the view buttons and down the bottom it explains all what, what you've equipped. Yep. Yeah. But it's okay. the long way, long way around. Just do that print print them all out if you can you do that i suppose you'd have to select every item wouldn't you and then print all of them. <laughs> yeah that's a real slow <laughs> slow going that one make a huge army select every magic item and then but who needs <laughs> magic items when you could take walk off the faceless like, he is the magic item i will just take him well you can't since he's a living legend you can't add items onto it so yeah oh, well, he he's got all the items anyway he's got all the spells and the, all the toys. and the defense yeah anyway anyway before we go off on too much of a tangent um, was there any plan behind your army list, Ben? Um, well, since I've run it a couple of times, it's, it's the same thing of hold any objectives that I can, run around the sides and or back with my flying fellas and try and uh, pick off some dudes. I like to s play a bit more defensive to begin with uh, with my big fellas. Um, adds a few points of damage to the enemy and then swoop in to try and clean them up. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like to play super aggressive, but that's just my nature as well. Yep. Um, okay. That's my plan, if you can call it a plan. <laughs> uh, Vivian, this might be a tough one for you. Did you ha did you have a plan or just push things forward? Um, I pretended like this was a game of Warhammer, really. So <laughs> you told me right at the beginning that we had to get to the other side of the table, and I thought that meant get into deployment so you get to the right back of the board it wasn't until like turn six so he's like no you just need to be on half of the side and I'm like god damn it because <laughs> i could have like mopped up so much stuff if i knew i just had to get to the middle kind of mm. but anyway 
Um, but no, so I basically just waited to see what he'd deploy and send there. And then I attempted to do false deployment, so putting my weak shit in one corner away from his big griblies and just kind of trying to use my fast stuff on the other flank to kind of mop up his other stuff and then try and get to him. But spoiler alert, there weren't really enough turns. Like, <laughs> yeah. I cleaned up one flank, but there just wasn't enough time for me to get, like, go all the way through. Yep. But anyway, yeah. Uh, we'll run through uh, deployment first. I'll try and describe it the table <laughs> mm -hmm. if that is at all possible all right so we'll go from the top of the table so this is the short end of the top down to the bottom of the table so we had at the top end we had a height one hill uh, not far from that a height i'm assuming it was a height three building with a bit of fencing around it i think we went four for both for all the buildings just for all the buildings yeah yep okay uh, not too far from that, a little further down the board, we had a, a three-inch forest, I'm guessing mm -hmm. it was. Yep. Uh, followed by uh, a river that runs through most of the board. Not, I wouldn't say centre the, of the board, but... Kind of cuts through a third of the board. Yeah. Um, height 2 hill in the middle there. A little further down from that, we had the height 4 forest. Uh, then another height 1 hill. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming that was height one. Yep. yep. Um, and then we've got a swamp in the bottom, bottom and right hand corner. And what did I explain? Was the house in there as well? Did I say that one? Uh, I'm not sure. Oh, but there were there were buildings near oh, the a... height four forest. Yeah. On either side of the um. The river. river. Yeah. All right. Run through deployment. So who wants to go through their deployment first? Um, I'll go since I read out the list first. Yep. Uh, so. Not sure what I wanted to do here. Um, what I ended up doing is putting my units of gargoyles in front of my grotesques um, fire team. Uh, what's his face on winged? Who's it? <laughs> and beside those gargoyles um, were my pathfinding. Uh, ah, half breeds. Half breeds. Yes. So I've got a Sorry. little cluster there of units, um, yep. fairly central. Yep. I've hidden my archfiend, Miss Bruce, behind the house, um, closer to the bottom of the board. And on the very edge, I've got my um, flame bearers, abyssal champion, Basusu, and the fire oil uh, half-breeds yep. in that little cluster in the, um, right near the edge. Mm -hmm. So I've got three fairly distinct areas that I'm covering. Mm -hmm. uh, Viv, you want to run through your deployment? Sure. So on the bottom of the table, I think that's my left. Yes, that's my left. Um, I had, I just saw him drop his giant gribbly, so I'm like, all right, Miss Bruce can play with my crap, basically the mummies and the skeletal archers. And I was figuring, because he's putting fair bit of units there, hopefully that'll bog him down for a little while. So I put the yeah, two units of mummies to try and slow him down from getting to the skeletal archers. This is one thing I really regret. I put a unit of Soul Reaver Cav in a river that may as well have been height six because rivers are basically freaking walls. Like, just <laughs> dealing with them is such a f***ing nightmare. Just, um, So, yeah, I, I put them right in the middle of the river. Didn't I warn you not to do that? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'm obstinate. <laughs> just learn the hard way. So... 
So yeah, like they're sitting at a river, and again, spoiler alert, they don't really go far because rivers. But to the left of them, hiding behind a tower, there's a unit of wraiths, and kind of my feeling was if I had that nice steady middle, I can kind of hold things with the wraiths and pound things with the reavers. But then on my very, very far right flank, I have a unit of Soul Reaver Cav, because I think I got one last deployment over you, and that flank was just completely ignored. And I feel like moving 16 inches per turn, they can get around and cause some really like a, a lot of damage, because yeah. that flank charge was... Yeah, it's a bit brutal when they get double or triple attacks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the necromancers I just kind of kept behind the archers because I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I didn't really have a plan for them. And in future, I will be definitely running them on horses. I feel like on foot, they just can't keep up with anything they're going to surge because whatever they surge gets away from them. Um, mm. yeah. Yes, that's a point. Oh, also, the vampire lord's hiding. Yeah, right behind those trees. You can't really see him. Near the height three trees towards the top. Yeah. 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 Okay, so that's deployment done. Uh, we'll run into turn one, I guess. Is there anything else you wanted to discuss before we start? Um, no, I, I didn't like where my grotesques and gargoyles, that little clump there, I didn't like that area. It was fairly open in front of me because there was just hills in front and the river way on the other side. So as soon as you passes the forest, the house, it's all open. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of felt like, yeah, that... That uh, section's gone. Let's just try and work on the other side. Because yep. I know that the mummies and archers probably weren't going to be much trouble for my flying gribblies mm-hmm. and champions. Yep. Okay. That was before we'd even start the first turn. <laughs> so you already, already had him shaking in his boots before you'd started. That's what, I, that's what happens. <laughs> All right. We'll get into um, turn one. So Viv one. First turn with his undead. Um, I won the roll-off and gave oh, the first turn uh, to him. My bad. All right, I didn't write that down. I just <laughs> assumed. Well, because I was thinking with this particular scenario, it's more advantageous to have the second. Second turn. So you can uh, yes. make that last action. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so not a lot happens in undead turn one. Sorry, my, um, really? my laptop just restarted, so I'm just reading off my notes. From memory, uh, the Soul Reaver Cavalry at the top end of the board marched up. Yep. And I don't think you moved a whole lot of other stuff. Yet. Things kind of shuffled I, about. Basically, I changed the angles of lots of things to make sure lots of stuff was in my arcs. So I always had like one or two targets to potentially charge and stuff. But yep. like, in hindsight, I should have just been running backwards because I didn't realise how much of his stuff just flies. And yep. Because... Uh, again, coming from Warhammer, I'm not used to this whole you leave combat <laughs> after you've been charged. So tying down flying things is really hard. Yes. Um, but yeah, so pretty much I just kind of changed the angles of things. I kind of tried to hide my heroes a bit more. Um, and I, yeah, I just kind of shuffled up. Mm. So your archers, your mummies, both move forward what they can. You saw Reaver yeah. on the very edge of the board march up and the race kind of follow a little bit and hide behind a, a hill and everything just moves slightly forward <laughs> mm. yeah but then shooting face my skeleton archers get five hits and then do five damage on those uh, horrors what are they called the blue things hiding uh, the flame bearers flame bearers yeah so that was pretty good i managed to wave at them so pretty good start yeah that was <laughs> quite good 
little disappointing. Considering I hit a five, so that's pretty freaking amazing. <laughs> and that sort of ends Undead Turn 1. Yeah. Um, for my turn, I don't really do much. Um, everything kind of shuffles about. The wavered guys sit there waving. Um, <laughs> Abyssal half-breeds and the champion kind of move into the river. Uh, this is... Um, closer towards the mummies. They can't march through a river, so they just move what they can. Mm-hmm. Um, pathfinding guys kind of hide just behind the forest, just in case if he charges them for some reason, um, he has to pass through them and end up in the forest. And I realise, yeah, there's, no- there's nothing that I can do to stop those grotesques up the top from being killed so I just try to um, make them last as long as I can by shoving the moot forward and then protecting the front and flanks with the gargoyles as a bit of a speed bump (laughs) disposable units Yeah. (laughs) so if I can keep them occupied for a little little while I'd be happy Um, Brucey and Basusu, Bassy Brucey and Bassy um, they fly a little closer uh, just before the river, um, Brucey will be hiding uh, Basusu, so Viv couldn't shoot at him with his arrows, um, but he will also be in range for some lightning bolt fun. So after that movement, what have I got? Lightning... You did some shooting, yeah. So you got um, the Supreme Ironcaster, who cast lightning into a unit of wraiths. Yeah, they didn't do much. One hit, no wounds. <laughs> <laughs> and so Bru- uh, Brucey shoots one of the necromancers, yep. uh, hits twice, and one wound. Yeah, act normal after that as well. And I think that is all for uh, Abyssal Dwarf turn one, yep. which brings us to Undead turn two. On my right flank, I'm feeling pretty confident, so I just try to chaff clear. So I put my wraiths and vampire straight into the grotesques, thinking that he's stopped me from charging his direct right flank with the grotesques, but I figure I can get in there. And also, they've got that, I can't remember what the rule's called, thunderous charge. Mm -hmm. So if they charge me, they're going to hurt a lot, so I thought I might as well just start it off. And then... I also tried to get rid of some of the other chaff with the other unit of Sol Reaver that was closer to the middle. Um, at this point, I'd realised that I was going to lose the left flank. Um, there's no way in hell I was going to survive that onslaught because that giant wing thing just you know, breaks your day. It's, <laughs> it's, it is so hard. And it shoots lightning. Like, uh, That's even anyway. better. From, yeah. from his eyes. So I got lots of favourable combats that I knew that I'd just win. Um, and then pretty much in the shooting phase, I decide to shoot at your half-breeds at the bottom, and I don't really do much, so Because you moved your skeletons back. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to get away as fast as I can while still being able to shoot, Mm. so I just went back the the full distance. Um, but yeah, no, in combat though, um, no surprise that Sol Reavers just got the gargoyles, um, my vampire runs in and just completely wrecks the grotesques. Uh, my wraiths do exactly zero with four hits, which was a bit disappointing because I could have just got rid of the grotesques in one round of combat, um, and then that would have freed up a lot of other stuff. But that's okay. They held, and that's pretty much the end of my turn. Mm. So you didn't um, waver or route the grotesques? 
which is good for me because they have regen. Hooray! Yeah. Uh, so what do I do in my turn? Um, the half breed uh, with Pathfinder behind the forest. Um, they charged the Soul Reaver Cav now that the gargoyles are gone into the water. They got Pathfinder. That doesn't matter. Um, then with this grotesque. It is a grotesque fight. Um, <laughs> I had a few choices. What do I want to do? Can I charge um, the Wraiths or the Vampire? And I think in Vampire is probably the uh, bigger threat there, and I could probably do a few wounds. Um, and if I even do one, it knocks off his Thunderous for a turn. So I'll go with that one. Uh, so they bump into the Vampy. Um, Brucey Baby and uh, Bassy fly over to attack some um, what's it? Some mummies. Some mummies. <laughs> <laughs> and the flame bearers can't really do much so they move forward what they can into the river and regen one wound. Hey, that's better than nothing. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, then we go to shooting. Yep. Flame bearers, <laughs> they try to shoot some skeletons. Bah, nothing. Silliots. Yeah, nothing. Uh, the fire team uh, breathe on wraiths, um, hit seven times, which is pretty good, but they do no wounds. Defense six is a big thing, isn't it? Defense six is pretty yeah. good. <laughs> um, <laughs> my iron caster says, bugger this, and shoots the wraith. Five hits, yeah, no damage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's been a bit underwhelming in a couple of games, he hasn't he? Has. I mean, he's, he's got your points for getting to objectives. Which but I guess is the the main thing. Thing, yeah. But he hasn't done a lot. No. Damage-wise, has he? I don't think his fireball or lightning are particularly flash. Yeah. Anyway, he's a nice right. figure. Anyway, moving to... Um, combat combat. Uh, Grotesque versus Vamp. They do 12 hits, 8 damage. But I only roll 7 for Nerve, so he acts as normal. But 8 damage is pretty good. Yes. I was happy with that. I'd be pretty happy with that. Um, I was I was a bit shocked when I realised that the entire unit could attack him, even though, you know, his tiny little footprint. Yeah, yep. it's not one. Oh, God damn. Yeah. <laughs> but then I looked at his nerve and I'm like, oh, okay, 19. It would be fine. Mm. <laughs> not used to vampires having 19 wounds, effectively. Mm. <laughs> just a couple more on either side of the, say, nerve roll, or just one more extra wound and Makes could a have been running. Because mm. the grotesque also have brutal, so it's an extra one. Um, half breeds, when they charged into the soul reavers in the river, um, they managed ten hits, four damage, which is a bit meh, but they are defense six, um, and then they roll a staggeringly high four for the nerve, and so they act as normal. <laughs> um, but we don't care about that fight. That's nothing. That's just a, a moose bush for the big meal over here, which is Bassy and Brucey into the mummies. So, uh, Miss Bruce, the Archfiend, nine hits, six damage. Bassy Boo, five hits, five damage. Six for nerve, plus brutal. Route. See ya, buddy. The worst that? thing was about this fight is I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, hell yeah, you're one under. And then you're just like, oh, I've got this rule. It's called Brutal. It's plus one. <laughs> I'm like, are you shitting me? Are you pulling this nope. out of your ass? <laughs> like, where do you find these things? 
Yeah. Turns out it's those artifacts I know nothing about. <laughs> no, the um, Archfiend comes with it. Comes with it oh, as a standard rule. Built yeah. That's alright then. He's yeah. like that faceless guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, brutal rule yeah. is brutal. Um, so they kill the mummies and then turn about and face the archers looking for their next tasty snack. Um, and that brings me to the end of my turn. So brings us to Undead Turn 3. So, at this point, I didn't really know what to do with my bottom. So I'm like, I might as well do some damage because he can't really attack me back. So um, this is the uh, archers? The skeletons, yeah. Yep. They're about to charge the archfiend. Um, and at the time, I was thinking, like, is there any way I can get both units in? But it's just something I've got to get my head around with... Um, uh, I guess, like, the new pivoting system and stuff like that movement. It's just a tad bit different. Mm. Um, yeah, so I could only really get them in. Um, but at the top there, my Soul Reaver Cav and my Wraiths go into the Grotesques. And then my Vampire Lord, because I love this, like, just breaking combat thing and 360 charges on characters. I didn't know until this term that I could actually do that. I'm like, all right, cool. I might as well try and hurt one of your characters. Um so I put my Vampire Lord right into the Supreme Ironcaster. That's He's just sitting. sitting on the height to hill. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I figured, because the Grotesques were so hurt that I figured they're not really going to need extra help. And you That's also right. had the Soul Reavers and uh, Wraiths into the flank of the yeah. Grotesques. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was just... That sealed their fate. 40 attacks hitting on threes with, like, X3... To your defense, those, those Soul Reaver Cav are nasty as. Yeah, I think I've got the numbers here. Yeah, wait, no, where is it? Yeah, 30 hits, and then I do 27 damage. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was just the Soul Reavers. That's, that's just them. I didn't yep. have to roll anything else. Nope. <laughs> you didn't need to. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> anyway. Um, so, pretty much, not much shooting, not much magic. I didn't really know what was going on. At this point, I think most of my necromancers were... Well, one got instantly popped by a lightning ball, and the other two were like, Oh my god, that thing with Winch is lightning. Fucking <laughs> Run away, <laughs> run away. <laughs> I didn't know he could do that. Like, why can't I use Surge on myself? Useless. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I pretty much just tried to hide them behind the hill. Uh, so they've done exactly nothing in this game. And, and it's at this point where I'm like, Well, they can run ten. Maybe I can get them, you know, to his board edge to get some extra points. And then my old friend River. <laughs> old man River. Anyway, um, so yeah, my Soul Reaver Cav go also into the half breed that charged him a turn earlier. So it's just still in the river. Yeah, the river wrecks me again, so I don't Splashing get the negative one to hit, and I don't get the thunderous charge and that stuff. Um, it doesn't really matter. I still do six damage, and I waver them, which was it's good enough. Um, Vampire Lord goes into Supreme Ironcaster, five hits, three damage. That's pretty good. A bit below average, I think. That's okay. Um, and then there's Skellies versus the Archfiend, um, <laughs> as well as you'd expect it go. <laughs> I think out you'd of, expect it to go that well. <laughs> oh well, three hits, zero damage. You yeah. know. Out of out of twenty attacks. Yeah. Couldn't do worse. So. I guess. Anyway, mm. um, but no, that, that was pretty much my turn. Hmm. Uh, so where do we go from here? Now that the um, grotesques have popped, uh, the ironcaster 
probably wasn't in a good position where he was. Um, the Bassy Brucey flank I've pretty much covered. So I just need to um, get as much points across the board now um, and take out what I can that's in close proximity because I'm not getting those wraiths, I'm not getting those sorovers that just mince the um, grotesques. Probably not going to get the vampire unless I'm lucky with some shooting. But I wasn't hopeful. So um, for, before you go, Ben, for those that are listening, it's very top heavy for the undead and very bottom heavy for the abyssal dwarves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, where Keep else? Going. So flame bearers, they move a little. <laughs> Because what else are they going to do? Try to get across the board. Can't march, so they just splash about in the river for a bit longer. Um, the Archfiend and Bassy, instead of going for the archers, they uh, decide to have another snack at on a unit of mummies that they could um, see behind these archers that were on the hill. They were on the hill, yeah. Um, the... Fire oil half breeds. They got into that combat as well, didn't they? I think they did. Half breed uh, Archfiend Vasusu charged yeah. the mummies. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that's what they did. They charged the mummies. <laughs> uh, the half breeds in the river. They're not gonna. They're still not doing anything. Um. And my flame war machine cannon pair duo thing. Um. Decided to sneeze and just do nothing on some race. Or I, I might have gone for the... No, the vampire wasn't in combat. No, nothing was, because everything was unengaged. I'm pretty sure it was the race, but might yeah. have been the vampire. Um, Flamebearers. They only moved, but they tried to shoot, um, taking out uh, six hits, two damage on one of the necros that were getting close to that... Sorry for Abyssal Half-Breed fight. There seems to be a lot of undead in that little corner. Um, two Necros, Vampire and Sorry for all together, but Necros don't really have much defense, so yeah. sneeze on them for two damage. Didn't really do anything. Uh, and yeah, my flame team, they shoot the Vampire. Uh, three damage, but seven for Nerve. So <laughs> not quite there. Uh, that's slightly frustrating. But three damage is alright on a defense five guy I think um, he is yeah so I guess I can't really complain about that but I yeah. will um, <laughs> the Bassy Basusu fight against the mummies as Viv put it goes as you would expect <laughs> um, <laughs> Basusu hits six times six damage uh, Brucey hits nine times nine damage half breeds hits eleven times seven damage and the mummies go, yeah, screw this, and they disappear. So it was double ones. Yeah. Otherwise it was bye-bye. Yeah. Um, my ironcaster said, yeah, I'm not having any of this, got off the hill and flew behind um, one of the fences, which is sitting by uh, a building on Viv's deployment half, mm-hmm. just to get out of the way, because he doesn't want to die, and he's worth a small amount of points. Um, I've given up those, yeah, the Dragonfire team, so you can have those 50 points. Um, <laughs> and then that'll be the end of my turn. Okay, before we go into Undead Turn 4, 
what were your thoughts halfway through the game? So we'll start with Viv. Um, oh, I pretty much lost my left flank, but I knew I just got to tie up as much stuff as possible. So because I didn't realise all I had to do was get to the middle of the table, um, I thought I still needed to get into his deployment zone. Yep. I was kind of still planning around that. So I figured I'm probably going to smash the rest of the stuff on my right and then I should start running to the other side. But realistically, I could have attempted to pick some more stuff off at this time. But again, I didn't really know. Also, I was probably still in shock or denial because that bloody river. <laughs> <laughs> it just held you up for so long. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, nah, like... Yeah, I, I knew right from the beginning I probably wouldn't deal with the giant demon thing. Um, but, yeah. I was still mm. kind of happy with how it was going. I also thought that it was a point system. Like, it was just for each unit you get into the deployment, you get a single point. No. I didn't realise it was actually points. Yeah. So, that kind of works in my favour, I feel, though. Yeah, because you've like, got I, a Unintentionally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, mm. that's about it. Uh, Benson, any thoughts? Yeah, well, same but opposite, so I lost <laughs> the uh, northern part with those Soul Reaver Cav and Wraiths and Vampire, there's just nothing going to do there, so I wipe out what I can. Mm -hmm. um, I wasn't too afraid of him trying to chase me, because even if he did, I didn't think that there'd be enough time to swing around and get back over the line. That river was quite beneficial for me in that respect um, so for him to come and chase me he'd have to pass the river Man, he's not he's not getting points in yeah and your then, table half yeah that's right mm -hmm. so he sure he would stop my points but his was worth more yes uh, he's got a lot of expensive units up yeah. that top end of the board so I didn't feel too bad there um, mm -hmm. that's where I was I was feeling a bit worried because Looking at the board, there's, there's a lot of expensive undead there. I think I haven't really destroyed much. A couple of unit uh, regiments of mummies and some necros. Yeah, I think by turn three you've you've done like I don't know, uh, or not even three hundred points of damage yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Alright, let's move into undead turn four. Mm. So I just finished the grotesque. So my vampire lord and soul reaver have recharged the half-breeds that are sitting in the river because I figure <laughs> I'm going to have to deal with this sooner or later if I want my Soul Reaver Cav to actually get over that. Um, otherwise, it's just never going to happen. So they go in there and my wraiths both charge the fighting. Fighting, yep. yep. Yeah. So my skeletons are like, oh my god, we, we survived another turn. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, so they decided to turn around and shoot at the iron caster that my vampire failed to kill. Because I figure if I can do a little bit more damage, because my vampires already hurt him, that potentially I can get a lucky nerve roll. Or I can't remember exactly what I needed. Um, it, it wasn't um, an outrageous number. Yeah, yeah. I, I got six hits and then three damage. So that was way better than I was expecting. Mm. Um, but you passed it and you were like, normal business yeah. as usual with them. The um, Ironcaster's nerve is fifteen seventeen, so it's not uh, stupid high. Yeah, yeah. So I would have done eight damage in total with the shooting. So no six. Okay. So it would still would have been really hard for me to break you. Yeah. Mm. I need double sixes or an eleven or something. Hmm. 
Um, yeah, so my Wraiths pretty much smashed the fire team. And the Soul Reaver cap with the Vampire just deleted the half-breeds. Um, so I pretty much cleaned up the rest of it. And my thinking now is I just run for the hills with all my points that I've got. And my Necromancers, which are still hiding towards that tower, I think I probably asked four times, Ben. I'm like, how do I cross this river now? Like, oh, you know, you have to move through it because you stop when you hit it. And I'm like, oh, God. Because you can't so, run through it. <laughs> yeah, you, you can walk through it. You just can't run through it. Is it because they wear dresses? They just drown. <laughs> yeah, it gets caught in the rocks. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, wow. Because at, at, still at this point, I'm thinking, okay, it's the amount of units you get across. So if including my vampire, uh, my necromancers, I think I had like nine or seven units, one of those two, and you had seven exactly. So mm. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get my necromancers across that line. Um, but yeah, it doesn't really happen. <laughs> that, that's pretty much the end of it. Okay, so that brings us to Abyssal Dwarf turn four. Yep. Um, so with just one horde of archers um, sitting about with a whole bunch of evil fellas, I could kind of choose who I wanted to send in. Um, Miss Bruce, I didn't want in the combat, so it could shoot with its lightning breath. Um, so instead I get the half-breeds... Uh, Bassy and the champion into the archers there because it's fairly confident they could take it out. Yep. Um, uh, the flame bearers move forward across the river and into scoring position, and then they turn and face one of the necromancers. Um, the iron caster doesn't really do much; just shuffles about, look, lines up a, another shooting shot. Um, and that's it for movement. I had nothing else on the board, really. <laughs> the Flame Bearers shoot one of the Necromancers for one hit, one damage. Uh, Miss Bruce uses its lightning bolt and does nothing. It's <laughs> bad. Hits the ground. It's the water, that's what I reckon. Just couldn't control it. Um, and Flame from the Ironcaster hits five times and five damage. But only rolls a three for nerves. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that was at one of the other necromancer that was sitting trying to get through the river. Still the one that lifting was still stuck. Yeah. Yeah, lifting its dress to get through the, the water. <laughs> I don't even understand necromancers. Like, do they even need to breathe oxygen? Couldn't he just like go on straight through? He doesn't exactly need to swim. Well, he might not be undead. It could just be a person who practices necromancy. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. You reckon if he could raise the dead, he wouldn't need to breathe oxygen? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Um, combat. There's not much combat here. Uh, the half-breed hero, he, uh, hits the skellies twice and does two damage. The unit, seven times and six damage, and, um, Bassie hits five for five damage. But only roll a three for nerve. <laughs> Again. Somehow they live another day. Yeah, well, un unlive? Um, unlive. Anyway, <laughs> that's uh, all that's, I can do on That's that. the end of... My four. Abyssal Dwarf, turn four. So brings us to Undead, turn five. Not a lot happens here. Mm. I essentially run for the hills. Um, I try to get my necromancers across the river. Um, I just... Run for it. Yeah. Just think of, like, you know, 
Saving Private Ryan D-Day, but in reverse. <laughs> uh, instead of running off the beach, I'm running, running back to the, to the boats. Yeah. Yeah, um, it, <laughs> yeah, so at this point, I'm like, come on, I need those points that I don't actually get. So, yeah, pretty much running. Also, my skeletons, you know, it's their moment of glory. I'm like, you know, how, what's the nerve of Bruce? Miss Bruce? Uh, 1820, I believe. Uh, 1618. Okay. So I'm thinking, like, you know, maybe if I charge her and do miraculously two wounds and then roll double sixes, you know, like, weird things have happened. Um, but mm. then I realised I can't really charge her, so I just went for half region because I'm like, okay, it's realistic and I can do some damage. So they go in there, um, and then they do sweet <laughs> <f-ball>. <laughs> Good <laughs> set, <archers. laughs> Yeah, they're hitting on sixes, wound on, I don't know, something. Um, so, yeah, I may as well just sat there and shot him in the face. Probably should have. Um, anyway. You couldn't because... Oh, yeah, that's right. That'd be it, disordered. Yeah, because you took damage in the, the previous yeah. turn. So they just slap and do nothing. Um, so they just... My dudes just retaliate. Because... Um, this is Dwarf turn five? Yeah. Yep. There's not much. This is... The game just kind of snowballs from here. Yeah. So with that unit back in the fight... Um, Miss Bruce and the Ironcaster decide to try and pick off those running necros. <laughs> uh, the flame bearer does two hits and one damage to one of them. I think uh, that's not too good. Uh, the um, Archfiend decides to breathe on the next one. Four damage. Well, that's pretty good. I'm getting close to the um, a decent nerve roll here, so I go and shoot the other guy with uh, lightning. Three hits and two, uh, two damage. Rolling nerve for both of them. Rolled eight for both of them, routed both of them. Hooray! <laughs> I was gutted. I was like sitting there and I'm like, oh yeah, it's like, you know, last turn. They're totally going to get it and then freaking Shot in the bat. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then with the fight with uh, against the archers, half breed, six damage, Bassy seven, and um, roll a four for nerve and the skellies are out, so. Half breed unit didn't need to fight after that because I'd done enough damage. Um, so that's most of uh, all of my dudes on Viv's half and whatever's remaining of Viv's on his uh, on my half. This is kind of a bit of a swap. Yeah. Um, so for the undead turn six, you didn't really do much, did you? Viv? Yeah, it's just moving around. Oh, I ran again, and I figured. <laughs> You've got these tactical nukes. I should probably hide my vampire because he's sitting on seven wounds, I think. And you know, if you got a lucky roll, that's a huge amount of points you'll suddenly just get, or I'll lose. So I tried to hide him behind a building. Um, I don't try and very hide him very well because your shit farm is nowhere <laughs> I can really hide from that. So just kind of move him behind the building and end my turn, really. Mm. And everything else moved towards the edge of the, the board, so. I'm not going to fly in to try and get those points because it's just not going to happen. So uh, Miss Bruce lines up a shot and only does one damage. <laughs> Nothing. Act as normal. Because um, I can't really fly in. There's no place for me to get in, do some damage and get out again. And Miss Bruce is worth 360 points. So she's better off staying in the table half where she's going to be earning points. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so with that normal roll of the um, nerf check, that ended the game. 
What was the result? Uh, game results. So it was the Undead on 1,200 points and the Abyssal um, Dwarves. Thirteen hundred points. <laughs> yeah, for some reason I put A, B, and C. About thirteen hundred points. That was a draw. Yeah, which I think was what you want in a um, learning game. Hmm. What did you think, Viv? Yeah, no, it was really good. Um, I think for a learning game, it was really cool. Just seeing how movement works is something I'm probably going to take a long time to get used to. Also, the power of flying. Just being able to, even if you get charged, you don't really care. Because unless the other thing has 360 movement, you're going to disappear and then probably get a rear charge, like somewhere. So the giant flying tough things are really hard to deal with. Um, so that's something I'll be definitely look for in list construction in the future. Also, like, the style of my list, um, I guess I would have probably never even have touched the river if I knew it was going to be such a pain in the ass. I would have gone <laughs> full right flank, just ignoring the river completely and kind of trying to bust through. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, like with my list, I still don't really know much about magic items, but I've kind of generated a list I really like the look of now as well, revolving around multiple mounted necromancers and units of wraiths, because I figure... So many surges with the wraiths, you just need one unit to get in. So if I can move my Necromancer 16 forward, still be within 12 of the wraiths because mm. the wraiths can fly. Actually, that's a question. If you surge, do you fly or do you surge on the ground? On the ground. On the ground. And okay. you can only you can only cast if you only moved. You can't go at the double and yep. cast. Because uh, you can't okay. at the double and shoot. Yeah. But what I could realistically do is like put them advance forward but still within 12 yeah. of the wraith unit and then multiple um as long as you've got a line of um casters that can cast on them you can cast mm-hmm. it on them as many times as you like you just got to be in range after the first cast for the second cast yeah, to yes. do it yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah and putting uh, necros on horses gives them that extra height so they can see over infantry and extra see, speed see the rates yeah yeah like, that speed just makes such a difference. Also, I think it gives them one more defense, which isn't the worst either. Yeah. Actually, I'm not sure about that, though. Um, but I figure in the future, Morgoth the Faceless is where it's at. Like, <laughs> I'd like to see guy, him. He's such a beast. He's, like, he's, I, I feel like he's, he's more so of a point sink. But, he so. flies. Fireball 15. Like, ah, Lightning Bolt 6. Just the variety as well. So he can mm-hmm. do just about anything in any situation. Yep. And he's a bit of a tank. Like, I would not hesitate using him to body block because I know he'll survive and then in my turn he'll fly away and there's nothing you can do about it. Um, Just remember, we if, shall he gets hit, if he we gets shall hit, see. he can't cast. That's right. If he takes one uh, wound, he's yeah. disordered. But as um, a, it's like Nerve 19, Defense 6, Regen 5. If it's worst case scenario and I have to stop you, I wouldn't even think twice about it. Yeah, that. and he's more survivable than your Vampire Lord. Yeah. Um... The only thing that you need to factor in is you can't at the double and use your magic, so he's only moving 10. Uh, Fireball's 12, so you have to get fairly close to do it, which means you're probably going to get in charge range. So you have to play it very smart. He's Surge 12 and Lightning Bolt is 6, so I may use him for more of a Surge roll. And Lightning Bolt's 24, isn't it? Yes. Yep. Yeah, so that's nice and fast. And also, Bane, Chance, I don't even know what that does, but... That's an extra crushing or piercing. Ah, okay, so does that stack for each four up? You no, can only the one. I need a one. Yep, so the more dice that you roll, the more chance you've got of it working. Yeah, 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 cool. Um, yeah, so I think 
definitely in the future I need more magic missiles for range damage just to deal with that chaff because that slowed me down heaps if I'm yes. going to run a cav list backed up with wraiths. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, also, having a plan for my characters, the Vampire Lord's fine because you just push him in the face. He does what Vampire Lord's <laughs> yeah. But the Necromancer's required a lot more thought. I didn't cast Surge once because I didn't want to go forward. So I'm thinking, what the hell's the point of them? Yeah. And, and you didn't have move to uh, room to yeah. move around the flanks where you mm. put them. But like this is all the stuff that in your first game, how the, you know, you're not going to know right. yep. as a playing. But now I have an incredibly good idea, and I think one of the most fun bits now is I'm going through all the evil races and I'm trying to like min-max certain things. So I reckon <laughs> I'm going to steal some stuff from Empire of Dust and Night Stalkers uh, for my next list. But it will still be mainly wraiths with Soul Reaver Cav because at the end of the day, it is still an Amble Hammer game, and mm. if you can perfect. Just simple movement phase, like you win the game in the movement phase. So correct. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, if you can perfect knowing where you want your anvils and knowing where you want your hammers, um, I feel like yeah, it's a good game, good substitute for Warhammer in that respect. Um, mm. But also, like, the, the multi-charging as well, having units in front of units and that being okay was a huge change for me. Because uh, in Warhammer, you know, the charging happens all at once. You can't just go, all right, I'm going to conga line charge that thing. Um, yeah, so no, it was interesting. Hmm. Well, I think you did very well. You picked it up very quickly. Um, and by the sound of it, you've got it in the bag with the way that you're writing lists now after one game. Yeah, it was a good game. Yeah, it was a very good game. Thanks for the game. Oh, that's all right. Thank you. Uh, also, which, yep, go on. Just one quick thing. Having no idea what your units did probably hinders me as well. So, like, <laughs> I think that'll be a giant learning curve for me is knowing what units do because you can't really plan effectively not knowing what shit does no that's right but um, yeah. that's something you again you'll pick up very quick yeah 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 oh, that and actually read the objectives like, <laughs> yeah like, objectives win anything. games <laughs> yeah yeah because I kind of um, stopped myself on the foot a bit there hmm no. anyway anyway you did well look forward Ooh. to the next one um, was there anything else that we needed to talk about? I think that might be it. That's it? I think so. Um, yeah, I think we'll call it Okay. there. Just right. got one comment. Um, yeah. Burn your rivers. They're not needed in this game. <laughs> you just save yourself the trouble. No, more terrain is good. Makes you yeah. think more. Maybe just like a giant forest. No. Just one big forest. No. So every time we play Viv, just put four rivers on the board. <laughs> just divide the board up with oh, rivers. My whole army would just have to fly then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Alright, we'll leave it at that. Thanks for the game again, Viv. Um, yeah, and thanks anyone who was listening. <laughs> We're doing alright. We're the only uh, cow cast in Australia. At the moment. At the moment. Um, are we going to YouTube this one as well? Yeah, we got images, why not? We'll, we'll do both. Yeah. I'll do some artwork for you. Anyway, we'll leave it at that. Okay. Um, thanks for thanks listening. Thanks for listening. Well. See you soon. See ya. Bye. Bye. Yeah, direct misfire blowing up the game. Talking many war games is our aim. From 
Boom bucks to advice, we cover it all With the best tactics, we never fall Ben summons drone, all your host every vid Misfiring, but aiming up ahead Comment, like, and subscribe today Keeping you notified and up to date Come check us out at facebook.com slash directmisfire Or shoot us over an email at directmisfire at gmail.com